Welcome to Explorations of the Heart and Soul, guided meditations by Australian Zen teacher Andrew Tutel. Find out more at ordinarymind.com.au. Andrew's Zen teachings are made possible by donations from people like you. The subject of this morning's talk is naming our experiences. Thank you all for coming and welcome. I invite you to start by checking in with your posture. Is the spine nice and tall like a tree? Feel the weight of the body and the contact with the earth. Feel the shape of the body. Notice any tension. See if you can soften, release. Now let us breathe together, taking a few slow, long breaths into the belly. Now longer out breaths. Ancient shamans and the Buddha both taught that naming our difficult emotions was a way of gaining power over them. Naming helps us to shine a light on our inner landscape and understand the forces that move through our hearts and lives. Like labeling the seeds that come up, labeling can help us know what we have happening and help us to sort it and let it go. Keeping only what is useful. Naming and acknowledging the uplifting states can open them up for us to experience them more fully. Often we tend to skim over these states and get caught in the difficult ones. States like gratitude, joy, peace, well-being, compassion and groundedness It is good to acknowledge these beautiful states and really feel them in the body. Noticing if they have a color or a flavor or a texture. What would gratitude feel like? Recall a moment of gratitude.
How does it show up in your inner landscape? Where do you feel it? Perhaps a warm glow around the heart. Is there a softening or a tension? Difficult states equally need to be seen and acknowledged. And naming the forces of anger, greed, fear, doubt, judgment, grief, is the first step to bringing them into our conscious attention. we can then respond more skillfully and fully to them. As Joko Beck says, if we totally experience the sensations and thought, then feeling hurt evaporates. If they seem to be stuck and we are caught up in them, naming them and noticing where we feel them in the body helps us to earth ourselves in the now so they can move on through. Let us start by focusing our attention on the breathing, noting the in-breath as we breathe in, I am breathing in, noting the out-breath when we are breathing out, I am breathing out. Saying the words softly, silently, in-breath or out-breath as you do so. This, was, this will help us to anchor ourselves in the present and support us when the mind wanders off, as it will do. Taking an interest, cultivating a curiosity, is a skillful way to keep more focused. As we continue, you may extend your awareness to include bodily sensations. Hot or cold, 
itching or tingling. Tension or pain. What are you feeling now? Just naming gently as if you were speaking softly to a newly born baby in your arms, not hammering your message home. Keeping the labels very basic. No need for elaborate descriptions here. In this noting exercise, try to keep focused on your breath and only naming when stronger experiences interrupt your attention. Just noting what comes up. Simply naming. Coming back to the breath, you might like to try it with sounds. Just noting when sounds arise, hearing. No more detail required.
mind may tend to wander into the future, planning, or into the past, remembering. Just noting and coming on back to the breath. Tension or pains can be noted and allowed to pass on through. always just coming back to a gentle awareness of the breath, the sensations, whatever comes, you will begin to see more clearly the nature of the mind. The difficulties that arise in your life. Greed often appears as wanting and grasping often becomes alluring. The hungry ghost of desire can never be satisfied. What is here now is never enough. When we get what we want, how long does it satisfy us? George Bernard Shaw said, there are two great disappointments in life, not getting what we want and getting what we want.
What shape does grasping and clinging present itself in your meditation practice today? Does it create tension? Where in the body do you feel it? How long does it last? Chasing after pleasure or perhaps avoiding painful thoughts or emotions like anger. When these emotions arise, can we experience it fully, naming it softly? Han says, hello, my little anger. I know you are there. I will take good care of you. Allowing and acknowledging it and knowing that it will move on as everything does in the constant flow of life. Sometimes five, ten, twenty times we may need to name it until it releases and passes on by. Being really observant as to its nature. How does it feel in the body, in the heart, in the mind? How long does it last? Do these thoughts emotions and sensations leave a lingering residue?
once named, we can investigate. Often a need for love may be disguised as hunger for food or objects. A need for connection may be disguised as a craving for attention. Anger may come dressed as jealousy when we need safety, fidelity. Perhaps you can see the real needs behind your recurring thoughts and emotions. As we practice focusing on these arising desires, they often seem to strengthen. This is because we are now truly seeing them. We haven't got time to really go through all the hindrances and difficult emotions this morning. But we can use this same process for dealing with them all. With anger, greed, fear, doubt, grief, judgment, slothfulness, confusion and delusion, or whatever shows up for you. If we can come to a quiet presence, then recognize, allow, investigate, and finally nurture ourselves, we will have more skill in dealing with these difficult emotions. To help us remember this, Tara Bracht uses the acronym RAIN to remind us to recognize. Naming helps us to recognize. Allow. Allow doesn't mean approving. Allow just means letting it be there. in this moment. Investigate. Showing a curiosity. And then finally nurture. 
nurturing ourselves, taking a few slow breaths, the long out breath, releasing tension. Letting the breath breathe us. Tara Brack points out that these are difficult emotions and we may need to be flexible in processing them. Time to present them is too much. Once we recognize them by naming them, we may need to nurture ourselves before we are able to allow them. And only when we are ready, investigate them. Being gentle with ourselves, we take our time. Returning to the breath, which is always there for us. What is coming up for you right now? Can you name it and allow it?
Remembering to breathe and nurture yourself if it comes too much. Sitting is not just sitting. We're noticing what's going on. In between our attention on the breath. A hen can sit all day and not be aware. Just being okay with this moment. Naming our experiences helps create clarity, as meditation teacher Jack Hornfield says. Thank you for listening. <laughs>